six, four, two, zero. This is episode number 431. Yes, even in WordPress, the major problem of microaggression. Not that you are microaggressive for the record. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on the Twitters. The Twitter. I'm Say Read at Say Read Media on most of the things at Say Read Media. Twitter for sure, though. Tweet me. Go over to Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Leave us a review there. We'd appreciate it. And hang out with us on Discord. I installed it. Watercooler.com slash Discord for that invite link. I I installed the Discord finally. I know. And then like I chatted. We'd love people to come back if you if you if you if you you left and you're waiting for Say to come hang out. She finally figured out how to install an app on her phone and she did. So there you go. I'm a slow tech adopter. Discord's what like when you forget your password, this is what happens. And I and I totally get it. Um, all right. So uh, first of all, we have a guest with us today that we uh, should uh, could do a quick intro and then I'm going to do a quick intro of the topic. So who are John you? Locke, who are you? A little bit who about are yourself. you? What are you doing? Uh, yeah. John Locke, Lockdown SEO. Um, been in the WordPress space uh, since, I don't know, like 2014 or so. Yeah. So turns out that's almost 10 years these days. Yeah, no. <laughs> turns out. 2014 sounds like it was yesterday, but it's like eight years ago. So yeah. cool. I've been in the WordPress space since 2007. <laughs> well, I don't know what that means. But anyway, uh, here's what it means. Uh, I can talk about this problem because, yes, even in WordPress, um, we, we need to talk about this problem. We've been needing to talk about it. And um, I'm happy that we are now um Eking into a space where talking about this stuff is, um, I don't know, it's still very controversial and very complicated. So I just want to preface this com- this this conversation with, um, this is a difficult topic. Uh, we're not, I mean, microaggressions in general, but um, race and discrimination and racism and um, uh, the community and accountability, all of these things are heavily charged conversations um, and heavily charged topics. And conversing about them is also a form of emotional labor. And that is essentially what we do here at this show, (laughs) emotional labor for the WordPress community. Um, But I also want to say that that is part of the reason that us here, me, Jason, and John, as you can probably see if you're watching, and if you can't see, because you're not watching, we're all white. Um, and I'm not lisping. We are white. Yep. I'm not right. Uh, it really sounded like I said that. We're all white. We're all white. Anyway. Um, so that is where we're coming from, because there's we cannot come from another perspective as white people. So um, we are... Um, asking um, people who are affected by microaggressions to continually talk about their microaggressions is, and and to justify their experience and to explain themselves over and over, is itself a form of microaggression and is absolutely a form of emotional labor. So we are going to be talking about some topics that um, didn't necessarily happen directly to us today, although I do have some stories to tell about (laughs) directly, direct impact. Um, uh, that I've experienced, but, um, 
just so you know, we've talked to the people involved who experience those microaggressions and they have um, given us their blessing for lack of a better word to discuss this and um, to talk about uh, their experience in, from our perspective and, you know, where, what our knowledge is. And um, yeah, that, so, and, and the reason that they are not here to talk about that themselves is because it's a lot and it's hard to talk about. And I really wanted to talk about this on today's show. I'm just going to keep going with my monologue here uh, because, because we are white and because we do have a platform and because um, I feel that this is where myself as a white person, where we as white people need to step up to continue the conversation so that the burden of this does not continually land on people who are burdened with it every day. And to take a little bit of time out of our, you know, riffraff about WordPress and jibber jabber to talk about um, something that we have the privilege to talk about. So, um, and that we are safe enough, honestly, to talk about. Um, I am able to talk about that from a perspective of working for myself. So I don't have to worry about an employer, you know, coming after me or, you know, being holding me accountable in a certain way. So um, that's, that's why we're talking about it today. Um, I also, <laughs> the long monologue, sorry, y'all, but um, I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, I believe very strongly that our show over the past 10 years, because now we're 10 years old, so you can see it in the little tag up there. Um, we're not just about software. We are also about the community. That is a big part of our show and what we're all about, the WordPress community. And these issues affect the WordPress community. They affect us as uh, people in the WordPress community, businesses in the WordPress community, um, business owners in the WordPress community. So this is something that does impact us um, in WordPress, in tech in general, but specifically in WordPress. And um, so I think it's well within our purview uh, to talk about it, um, even though it's more of a uh, emotional or cultural topic. I do think that it falls within the WordPress cultural realm. So end rant or end hey. intro monologue. I, uh, that was like, what, five minutes? Cool. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Uh, yeah. I won some speech classes or some speech things in uh, high school, so I can talk for five minutes. No probs. Anyway. Uh, so where do you want to begin? <laughs> yeah, I'll, just, I'll just do it right now again. Um, so real quick though, John, would you mind talking about, you were um, part of a panel last week and there were some incidents that happened and maybe you could give us some background around that um, to, to start us off. Yeah. So um, if if you've been in the WordPress space uh, on Twitter last week, you're probably aware of this. But yeah, there was a, a podcast uh, panel that I was on. There was some other people in the community uh, that were on that as well. And one of the stories that we were discussing was the... Twilio CEO announcing that they were going to lay off some people, but they were going to make sure that they weren't unfairly or disproportionately laying off uh, people from marginalized groups. Uh, so like black, brown, LGBT, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, and some of the, the people that were on the panel a couple of the people were like, you know, hey, that's perfectly like, okay, sounds great, right thing to do. A couple of the people 
um, came with a different kind of opinion. And they were saying that this is an example of wokeism uh, that um, maybe it was reverse racism against white people because now you're treating white people differently than everybody else. Um, and I think maybe like people were not reading past the headline or maybe that's their worldview, which I'm going to be honest, even outside of the tech space and, and inside our community, there are a lot of white people that have weird views, distorted views of reality uh, when it comes to uh, white people versus everybody else. Maybe, maybe yeah, insular. 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 And I, I, I can yeah. talk about tons of incidences uh, as well outside of tech. But what happened with this is there was people in our community that were from marginalized groups that uh, were listening to this show. Actually, one person who had appeared on the show before had recommended this to a bunch of their friends, people that they mentor that are from marginalized groups to try and break into the tech space, you know, against the odds. Oh, you did know that. Okay. No, you did I did not, not know, know that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything just got, I was like, oh, that, that's the extra one. Yeah, that adds extra layer. Oh, so basically, oh. basically, there's a bunch of people tuning in that are not white, not from the dominant group. And they were tuning oh, wow. in. And this is their very first listen. And no, this, is what, this was the first episode? That they were listening to. Yes. So this person from our community had put her, their reputation on the line. And um, she said we could use her name and directly reference her. It's I understand that. Yeah, but anyway, that. yeah. But she's been getting a lot of um mentions. Focus. Yeah. Okay. So like she's yeah. So basically she lost I, a lot of her reputation among her friends saying, Why would you like recommend this like racist garbage? Oh my god. I literally did not know about that component of this, which is like Yeah. Yeah, um, me too. I at least not uh, to that extent. I mean, I saw tweets that <laughs> mentioned that sort of thing, but no, not, I didn't, not to like, the fact I thought that there was the... like, oh, I've sorry, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. So basically, yes. So to say the least, a lot of people in our community who are full members of the WordPress community that deserve to feel like they're in a, a safe and protected space to just exist uh, were deeply hurt, <sighs> betrayed. Uh, not just offended, but like right. they were hurt because they deal with microaggressions all the time like this. Where right. And that's a big part of exactly yeah. what we want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Um, I don't know if you want to take it. For well, yeah. And then this person. No, I'm still all trying to recover from the fact that this was literally the first episode. Yes. That had been. Okay, and and I and to, referred to like to, that that to me is like that's another level because um, I thought this was just you know an episode yeah, that yeah, happened yeah, yeah. and this was a an opinion that had been expressed and that to me was enough that was complicated and but this this part just adds an extra level of kind of gut punch. Well, to it more more to that. Okay, this person then she's writes for a blog in our space and she wrote an article talking about microaggressions and mm -hmm. like and. To give you background, she does not only have a lifetime of lived experience as a marginalized person, she has a degree from USC in African-American studies. So she has 
all of that. So she wrote this article and then the blog started getting a bunch of hate mail from different oh, people. I saw some of that on, on the master WP. Um, and then not only that, there's people from our community that were criticizing this. Um, I, don't, I, I literally cannot like, I've read this article um, carefully and I literally like cannot like this to me is so far from even controversial that it is, this is literally like psychology and um, uh, uh, like behavioral cognitive science. Like yeah. this is not even like, particularly what uh, Nye was writing about here is specifically, yeah. it's so objective in terms of effect and impact that I, for a community in general who is based on science and, you know, you know, logic and understanding that or like prides itself on that generally speaking, very generally, obviously, um, that it shows just how this isn't about that. It is an emotional topic. It is about beliefs that are deeper than looking at it from a, from a, an objective point of view, which is what I think a lot of folks who have um, unconscious bias and unconscious racist beliefs they hold those and they don't, they, they don't like the fact that they allow that to cloud their judgment when even looking at something that is based on actual scientific study, right. Which we all might want to think is objective. That, that to me is just um, truly unfathomable. Like I understand unconscious bias and I understand not being aware of uh, greater societal issues. Um, for all sorts of reasons, intentional ignorance, lack of education, lack of exposure, you know, all sorts of reasons that people might not be aware of things that have impact on people that are not like them. But when you're confronted with something like this, and it's so clear, and it was written so clearly, and so, um, so, so detached from emotion, honestly, that when you look at that, I, I'm just shocked at the the response. Honestly. I'm, I mean, I'm, uh, no, I'm not shocked from a. I'm not shocked from a uh, that there are people like this. I was shocked that their logic allows them to respond and at the same time say that they are, you know, not being racist. Where it's just like <laughs> so yeah. clearly racist. It just it's mind boggling yeah. that that is that cognitive dissonance is what really. Really I, I I can't speak for anybody else, but I can say like over the last maybe like six years, six years or so, especially, you know, last six years and last mm -hmm. two years, I've tried to make a conscious decision to try and follow more people from marginalized communities, people from black community, you know, Asian, Latino, Native Hawaiians, uh, you know, LGBT to get those different perspectives, because this is the thing when you are from a dominant culture, like I was born and raised white. I grew up in a small town. I saw the world one way and everybody around me that was white saw the world one way, used slurs, made racial jokes and stuff like that. And it was, it was completely normal. Yeah. Completely normal. And um, it's a process to unlearn because when you were from a dominant, the dominant culture, which in the Western world is being a white straight cis person, you see the world through a lens of whiteness and you don't even realize that you're doing it. Well, um, and it, that's also what's reflected back because our society it, in, in small ways that is changing now and with active effort, but especially over the last, you know, hundred years, what you're getting back from the media is that 
lens of white, cis, um, heteronormative uh, reflection back. So there's nothing even to contradict that view. So it is, it takes work and effort to look away from the, the you know, to take the blinders off of your, of your head. So, yeah. 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 But I, I think a lot of people, well, I, this is not the only incident that's happened in the community because I've witnessed like probably like a good dozen or 15 just in the last couple of years where people who are from a marginalized group, they're black or they're, you know, Latino or whatever LGBT and they're treated differently. And they're all borderline like piled on by, by people when they question the status quo. And some the the one microaggression that I see like come up a lot is this myth of meritocracy, where it's like if a white person gets a job or a speaking position or whatever it is, it's like they deserved it. But if right. uh, but if people say like, hey, like how come all the people that work at this company are like white, or all the people on this you know podcast or whatever it is are white and have been for like a long time then it's like well they they earned it they deserve it they you know did all the work but what about all these other people that are also doing the work i mean it's this myth of meritocracy especially in the in the tech world we see it outside of the wordpress community where these white cis men like run everything and they hire other people who are just like them and they say they they worked hard for it they deserve it I think, I mean, I think that is something that is really relevant to the WordPress community specifically because our, um, our specific community, like the actual official community is very merit, merit based, I guess, uh, participation based. It is a meritocracy where you, you know, or, or it is intended to be that, right? So everyone's like, oh, you can do it if you just, uh, if you just show up or whatever, you can be a part of it. But something that I've been talking about a lot lately, um, and, and feel very strongly is that without the privilege, even just of sponsorship or the privilege of having the time because you make enough money elsewhere to put into the community, you can't, it doesn't matter how good you are, how much you care, any of that. If you don't have that extra level of financial or economic privilege, you can't. So it is, it's not truly a meritocracy because it's not an equal playing field where everyone's starting from at all. It's completely unequal. So how can it be a meritocracy if someone who starts here and has plenty of time can show up to a meeting every week, but someone who's at work and can't leave, you know, but does work, you know, in a different sense. It's just, it's, it is a myth that meritocracy thing is a myth, but it is, I think it's not just a myth in terms of racism. I think it's a myth in terms of that we can have a community that is actually based on that and that it would be, you know, pure meritocracy and objective like it, because it's just not possible. Like then that's just talking from an economic standpoint, let alone the the standpoint of the people who are already in charge and whether, you know, who they give up, you know, seats to essentially right. they invite to the table and that comes in with unconscious bias again, you know, and that's what the Twilio conversation was about was like saying, Hey, we might have unconscious bias. We should be intentional about not having unconscious bias. Like that's all, you know, that they were saying. Yeah. Anyway, I, I also really want to talk real quick because we we're talking about the community. I think all of this is more complicated, especially these microaggressions when they happen, like if they happen at a word camp or if they happen at a meetup that is, has actually an official structure 
under that is governed through the code of conduct, through the community. There is an official path for accountability that exists. Now, I have had a lot of uh, personal, but also uh, uh, I know of a lot of people who have had experiences with things that one might classify as microaggressions in terms of uh, in, in doing word camps uh, organization, um, uh, just discrimination against folks for um, all sorts of different things. Um, and even with that path established and that code of conduct there, pursuing that charge of violation of the code of conduct is really hard. Um, so specifically, I'm talking about one of the organizers from WordCamp Long Beach tried to do this, had to have multiple people write statements and send them in, had to participate in multiple interviews, had to say multiple statements of what was happening. And at the end of the day, they said, well, you know, they, they you know, there was a temporary like, oh, we'll remove this person from the team. But that person still was able to come to the WordCamp. That person was still able, is still participating in WordPress and so even with that official accountability there and people backing this person up, that they witnessed it, in the, even in that, it is so difficult to get accountability for something like this or to have any impact. So it is then made exponentially harder when we're in this para-community space of WordPress media or like the WordPress adjacent community that is not officially governed by the code of conduct. I've personally experienced this and I had nowhere to put that complaint. I had no one to file it with. And I changed my behavior and my participation in WordCamp. I didn't attend certain WordCamps um, because of that experience. And <clears throat> I am a very privileged person. So, and I had friends in the community that would have even made that safe. So even me removing myself from the community, despite all my privilege and safeguards, um, because of these essentially microaggressions, that to me is so, so much pales even in comparison to the microaggressions of racial microaggressions or, or racism against someone. Um, because as we were talking about earlier, it's really the cumulative effect of that. That's not just one isolated or incident with one person at a specific, you know, WordPress meetup. That's like ongoing in school, in, you know, the, your daily life in all areas of work, like it's just everywhere. And so that is, is just so much more burdensome and psychologically damaging and psychologically discouraging. So this does impact, these, these, these things really do impact our community and who's, who's contributing to our community and who's participating in our community. So even though it exists in this para-community space, they, it trickles over into the community. And it's complicated because who is accountable, right? And do we all pile on? And is it then we're participating in cancel culture and this, you know, people are completely, you know, done and that's how we find accountability or we just let it go and not talk about it and say, well, it's not our problem and there's no way to deal with it. So we just let it go and, you know, kind of be like, oh, that person makes me uncomfortable. Like, those are like our options, right? Like we need to be able to find this middle ground of being able to hold people accountable without an official structure because um, we don't have one in this space without, you know, it being an all or nothing thing. I, I definitely think that there's, you know, th there's definitely a lot of attitudes that 
where I've witnessed it firsthand where like white men or, or, you know, cis men, they protect each other. Word Camp yeah. Orlando, there was an incident like that too, where some LGBT people that were on the team were made to feel basically like they weren't wanted there. Unwelcome. And yeah. Completely. Um, but what you're saying, it, it's kind of like the, um, you know, there's some people that don't get canceled. It's, it's like comedians that do these, you know, degenerate things, you right. know, they're not canceled. They, they're always a path back to redemption. I think the, the biggest thing is we got to, you know, look um, at our own biases, whether, you know, no matter what it is, it's like everybody in this community needs to feel safe because we want to brag about like how we power the whole world and the internet 45% or whatever, but we don't want to protect like the whole 45% of the world community, all the people, right, right. like, uh, you know, it's just certain like groups of people and then everybody or else. Or it's only yeah. within the, the confined space of the official community. And we all agree to, oh yeah, we'll support it. You know, prima facie, I think is the word, you know, like on, a, yeah. on the surface over here within the community. But then when it comes time to apply those um, values outside of the community, then there's nothing holding anyone accountable for that. No. Yeah. And that's, and that's it. And I, I'm not sure what the answer to that is. I mean, right yeah. now it's kind of like people like talking amongst themselves and like saying like, Hey, like this person's bad. This person spews all this, like, you know, says all these statements like for years and years, or this person has right. this ba bad behavior and eventually, like, people kind of ostracize them, but sometimes they don't. They don't. And sometimes they exist within the community. And, you know, everyone who's affected by it just blocks them. And so there's even more of this kind of para-community because it's happening over here, but, like, we don't see it. So it doesn't, you know, it's not really, like, this is, a, this is where it gets really complicated, especially because so much of our stuff is online and we can't just block people and ignore it. You know, if we're just ignoring it, does that... Is that, you know, kind of the idea that silence is complicity, you know, if we're just not saying anything about it or not bringing it up? I, yeah. And, and you speaking know, if, into that, you know, we there has been some, um, you know, different folks in our community that have been writing things up yeah, um, on their blogs and on different sites. One in particular that you uh, brought to my attention, say, was um, mm -hmm. was this this one over on underrepresented in tech. Yeah. Please um, listen to this. Yeah. Especially if this topic, if you are confused about it, or if you are um, unsure about it, or if you just like, we all, this affects the entire, it affects the community, it affects the business, it affects our future, it affects our friends, like, just hiding from it is not going to make it go away. And it's not going to yeah. make it less controversial or less complicated or less, you know, uncomfortable. Yeah. And after not. the show, the links will be in the show notes. So you'll be able to take a yeah, look. Yeah, so at that's me. from Underrepresented in Tech, which is an amazing podcast that everyone should be listening to anyway, because they deal with these conversations. Um, and they're really specifically talking about that. And then this one is um, Ali Nimmons, who's the co-host of that on under the, that last podcast on Underrepresented in Tech. She spun up a workshop based off of an article she's had going, um, which is how to be an ally. And basically, if you're a white person in... Um, WordPress and you hear this, you and you have a hundred dollars that you can spend on this workshop, you should attend it. And if you can't attend it, you should register and get it in your inbox and watch it because um 
it's not free because this is labor. This is work that she's putting together. Ali is a great speaker and really qualified to speak on this from a WordPress perspective as well. Like she's a big part of the WordPress community and really, um, you know, with the podcast from underrepresented tech, she's, you know, um, on the front line of these issues. So you really can't ask for a better educator to learn from um, because she's, you know, she's kind, she's a kind person. I don't know. What right. she, like, she's, I don't know. she's an you awesome know. person. She's a, yeah. she's an authentic real human being. I mean, obviously real human being, but she's, she's, she's bringing it, you know, like she's bringing the, the goods. And um, I think we should all support that. But also if you can afford it, not all of us can afford it all the time. Uh, but if you can, please do. And um, I think having these uncomfortable conversations um, amongst each other, but also out loud, also retweeting them, also not just liking the tweets, but retweeting the tweets, um, being willing to have the conversations if you are white amongst your other white friends, being willing to call people out and not just call people out, but to support the people who are having something happen to them or, or have been experiencing microaggressions. Like no one's bringing this up for fun right this isn't like yeah, you know people yeah the, the the group the people who are bringing this up are bringing it up because they want to participate and be a part of our community and they we we want them i want them they I want them they to deserve to be here there. they are yeah. valuable human beings individually but also our community is so much better for being inclusive and being global and being this giant um family wordpress family and Families have problems and families talk about the problems. I'm a parent now. So, you know. And like, like what Tom is saying in the in the YouTube chat is that uh, Allie's making allowances for people. Oh, wonderful. Which is, that's even better. Yeah. Thank you, Allie, for doing that. So uh, there's really no need not to sign up. And, um, you know, let's all just open our ears and our eyes and our minds a little bit and be willing to um, to learn and be willing to take the blinders off. and not stay in a place of ignorance. Last thing, I know we're coming up on time, but if these people like the black people, the mar the uh, LGBT people, Asian people or whatever in our community are brave enough to speak out against this stuff, knowing that they're going to be criticized and trolled and all these things, if they're brave enough to do that every day, then we as white people, straight white people, whatever, whatever type of privilege you have, you can be brave enough to speak out and support these people because it's not just about hating racisms and racists. It's about loving like the other people who are not like you. That's the, the key. You just only, totally made me tear up. <laughs> it is about that. Is it? And, and I think WordPress is a, is well positioned to be that. We all love this community. That's why we're a lot of the reason why we're here. Some of us are here for other reasons and it shows. <laughs> but a lot of us are here because this community makes WordPress different and makes WordPress special. And I think it's worth doing the work to improve our JavaScript skills and also our emotional intelligence skills. So yep. Well, thank you very much, John, for hanging out with us and talking yeah. with us about this. I really appreciate it. For all the folks that were in the chat, we appreciate that as well. We'd appreciate a, a retweet. Spread this out a little bit. We, we would really appreciate that. And, yeah, and thank you very much. And 
And any of the links that we put in the show notes and things that you find later, please, please share those out. We'd really appreciate it. Talk to you later. Here's our outro. Speaking of outros, go over to wpwatercore.com slash subscribe to subscribe to this content. There's all the places you can find this particular episode and the stuff that we do over here as a podcast. It's also available as a YouTube video as well. Talk to y'all later. Oh my gosh, Faye. You're gonna... You're gonna copy like get, get us like copywritten or something. Just you, you sang that song one time, <laughs> and we're out. Oh.